1: What's up, Mikey? Enjoy I say good the morning, but it's actually like
2: Forget night it, man. It's <laughs> actually <laughs> like evening. Yeah, right. Hey, have have some more of that coffee drink that you're I went, drinking, the I extra, the, extra large. I
1: want the iced coffee. Yeah.
2: yeah. Why? Because it's at, at night or it's just hot out? It's my night drink. There you go.
1: Yeah.
2: I know we're a little sensitive about kind of sharing daytime, nighttime, or dates because we don't know when these are dropping or what well, season. you know, and
1: here's the thing. I mean, when does the coffee shop close? Never. No. Not, it's not our a, coffee shop never no, closes. No, it's always man. open. We're it's always 24. on duty. Yeah. You know, yeah. I heard the last Howard Johnson's closed today. Does that mean anything to you? Absolutely. Uh, when I grew up in Willow Grove, right outside of
2: Philadelphia, yeah. they had a Howard Johnson's right down the street. Yeah. And the old, um, the old Arches. Yeah. The old, uh, what was it? Um, some sort of fluorescent blue or something, and sure. orange or sure. something. yeah, orange, yeah.
1: definitely orange in there. Yeah, that. totally, man. And yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you know, I try and... Give you a little fact of the day. Oh man, you're amazing!
2: But we certainly like to be available 24 seven. Like to be of service. How are we? How do you get all of us? Well, you know what? There's, there's here. I'll I'll give out your personal (laughs) cell phone number. (laughs) Oh,
1: perfect. (laughs) Nine one one. Yeah, there you go. Jot it down.
2: There you go. no there's, there's several different ways. In fact, we've really connected with some, some great listeners and love their stories. And some we've had on as guests. Mm -hmm. Some we just share. You know, we just connect anonymously and. You know, some were able to point to the uh, sober path, mm-hmm. um, and and so here's a couple different ways. Yeah. First of all, by email. Yep. Now I know a lot of people's emails have their names in them. Mine has my name in it, mm-hmm. but we are anonymous. So anything that comes across an email, we will keep anonymous. We will not share names at all, uh, and that's at uh, podcast mm-hmm. at sober. Dot coffee.
1: Yeah. You know, another on the website, there's also an oh, email. Oh, I love an email, website. Ca- Yeah, there's an email catch thing there. If right. you want to Join our community and get emails. We'll remind you of the drops and give you some other pieces of information yeah, eventually.
2: That, yeah, that, that's great. But if you want to reach out specifically for the show or for, mm-hmm. for help right. or just to connect right. and, and just uh, listening here at times, mm-hmm. it's podcast at Sober.coffee. And then we're on this thing called social media. Really? Is right? that new? Yeah, it's new. It just came out last month. It's a fan. Yeah, and uh, it, it'll go away. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, they have all these influencers out there. I'm not sure what they're influencing, but they're out there. Right. So, so ready for so for Instagram. Yeah. It's a sober dot coffee podcast. Mm-hmm. And on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. a little bird thing. It is sober coffee pod at sober dot at sober coffee pod.
1: You just say the little bird thing, yeah. And then <laughs> it's hysterical. And then if
2: you want a sober dude on Twitter, it's at stay sober today.
1: At stay sober today. That's Ooh. that's the commercial, that's man. A, but that's the that's way to get rid. The, it's a way to get rid of us. the a way to get a hold of us. <laughs> yeah, it's also a way to get rid of us too. It just <laughs> block us, that's right? Hey, you said the word guest in your intro. Oh, I love guests. We got table, table or th- oh, three you today. You love saying that. I can tell I you love saying that. I'm that's so awesome. super excited. So, yeah, we've got Kathy joining us today. Hi, Kathy.
3: Hey, Kathy. Hi, Mike and Glenn. Welcome. Yeah. In. And Kathy's actually for in the studio. Me.
1: Kathy's in the studio. <laughs> in, in the, uh, uh, sorry, in the coffee shop. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Coffee right, right, shop. Right. Come on. Yeah. There you go. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Kathy comes to us from, uh, uh, from Al-Anon, and, uh, and you know, it's so funny just a quick setup on this. Um, I went to an Al-Anon meeting, right? And uh, I've got a dear, somebody dear to me in my life. And, uh, and I've heard just the elevator pitch that Al-Anon can help you deal with uh, and work through issues when you've got a loved one that's battling addiction. And Glenn, I had a perception walking in the door. And I thought, okay, you know, are we just going to go kind of complain about our loved one? You know, that's kind of what I thought. I mean, being honest. And uh, it turned out it was nothing like that. Nothing like that. It was warm and welcoming and uplifting and educational, and and it helped me. And uh, so, but I'm certainly not qualified to present. So, but I thought if we get Kathy in the coffee shop that, uh, kathy could give us a little insight into what goes on in the world of al-anon that's really cool and
2: when when i saw the topic come up kathy and when i saw your name and and you know i don't know a lot about al-anon and i really you know i'm, I'm probably just going to tee it up and i'm going to listen and take some notes you know mm-hmm. I, I probably don't have a lot to interject or i don't think i do but i may mm-hmm. um, but what i know about al Um, In fact, I'm I'm on their site right now. It says, Al-Anon members are people just like you who are worried about someone with a drinking problem. Right. There you go. And and as I came in, you know, to the coffee shop tonight, all I could think of is I worried a lot of people Mm -hmm. with my drinking problem. I worried my daughters. I worried, you know, my wife at the time. I worried friends, family members. I worried a lot of people. And I don't know of anybody who specifically went to Mm Al-Anon, you know, because of me, they may have, they should have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know I really had a negative impact on people that were around me for many years. I didn't care, Mm -hmm. but today I do care. And I'm really looking forward to, to, you know, hearing about the process, hearing about your meetings and kind of hearing your story too, Kathy. Okay.
1: Well, thank you, Mike and
3: Glenn. Um, Oh, boy. So, I'm just so grateful for Al-Anon. Um, how I was kind of introduced to it growing up in my 20s. My dad was an AA. Well, my mother got into Al-Anon first, very involved in Al-Anon, and then my dad eventually AA. So, I um, just kind of struggled with things and, you know, growing up in an alcoholic home. And so, um, my mom had introduced us to ACOA, Adult Children of Alcoholics. And, um, was in that a few years. And then there was a good group in Mokina, Mm Al-Anon. And I, it's just such a loving program. You know, we're, our purpose is to help families and friends of alcoholics recover from the effects of living with them. Mm -hmm. And the focus is on ourselves, you know, not on the alcoholic. And it is a family disease. So we, you know, we got married, had five kids, moved out to Mokina in Al-Anon, but not as involved as I've been the last 11 years, um, the kids were busy with things. So then, but then when my 19-year-old struggled with addiction, it was like you, you know, he was away at college, and and the pain is so bad. I'm like, I knew, I needed to go, you know, for help. And and it's like you go there, you want to fix them, help them, control them, manage, you know, especially as a parent. Sure. And you just you find out you don't. You're there for yourself. Um, we talk about the three C's. Okay. And Al-Anon. We didn't cause the alcoholic to drink. We can't control the drinking and we can't cure the alcoholic. The 3 Cs.
1: Gotcha. But you don't but you don't necessarily sit around and say, "Oh, I can't control this. I can't." I mean, that's in my experience was that what that wasn't w- w- what what happened to me that in that those meetings. It wasn't about, "Well, I can't do this. I can't do that." It was, "What can I do for myself? What can how can how can I Use the 12 steps, right?
3: Right. And then we find when we go into Al-Anon, we work the 12 steps, adapt it from, like you're there to fix the person, mm-hmm. control somebody. We learn we're powerless. We work the 12 steps, mm-hmm. adapted it from Alcoholics Anonymous. And, you know, we have a sponsor, the slogans, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all those tools we learn. Every meeting, I learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so, and what the most important thing was, like, we learn love and compassion. Like, you understand And it's hard to understand, you know, when he was struggling, it's like, I want to learn as fast as I could, like how to stop this. And you think, you know, um, yeah, it's just, you're there for yourself and, and, and relationships get better. It's a family disease and the whole family by one person getting better or working on themselves that you could see how the family gets better.
1: Right.
2: So, so basically, it's not a training session to become an inter- interventionalist, right? Right. You know, it's, you, you can't control them. You're really right. just working on you and, and, and how you're reacting right? and giving you some tools on how to handle and manage right. the alcoholic in the family or that's around you.
3: Right. You want to have an intervention. You want them right. to get help. But then you learn boundaries. Like they, they teach you boundaries. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, you can love them, you can have compassion, but then you have boundaries. You protect yourself, the family, you can't have the drinking and drugs in the home and, you know, but you love them.
1: Right.
2: Right. Yeah. So so what's an example of, of a boundary? Um, is, is that one that you just laid that was, out? Right. No, right. no booze in the house. Right.
3: No right. drugs in the house. Right.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. You know, I we were talking a little bit before the coffee shop opened and I said, you know, you talked about the, the first C, you know, we didn't cause it, and B, we can't cure it, right? I think it was the second C. And uh, I conveyed to you that I had a million people, not a million, but at least a dozen close to me, telling me, go get help. You're out of control. You know, they said it gently. They said it firmly. And nothing, there was no magic line that hit me that I said, Oh, okay, well thank you. I didn't think of it that way. That would bother me. Yeah, right? I mean it
2: really would. I mean yeah. if I was saying something to you, Mike, you got a problem and you're like, I mean you're blowing me off. Yeah, right. <laughs> that sure bothered
1: me. Right. Yeah. So that that's what, what what I love is that what I think I'm hearing you say is you're working the twelve steps, not so that the alcoholic in your life um is getting better, but you're getting better being able to deal with the alcoholic in your life because you're focused on you right and not really the alcoholic problem. Right. Though it exists, you can't right. run from it.
3: Your thinking changes, your, your attitudes think- change. And it, and you're right when you said that, like with my son when he would call, okay, we'll take you to rehab, we'll take you right. to, you know, and he did that, right. you know, and, and so we'll do that. And then finally we we're just we heard a speaker. And at a support group, and an on support group, and we're like, love them where they're at, hmm. and and that was the best thing. Love them where they're at, you know, and with boundaries. He respected our boundaries, right. and um, yeah.
1: And that helped you. That helps that the whole unit, the whole it family did. unit.
3: It did. It did. That right. we knew. Yeah, it was up to him. There's nothing. And, and then going to open AA meetings, too, right. the breakfast. Yeah. I yeah. learned so much. You, you, And just have that compassion. You know, he didn't want to be like that. No.
1: You right. know, it's
3: a disease. He,
1: right. Yeah, it's uh, the open meetings that Kathy's referring to. I know in, at our club, we have open speaker meetings. So, you know, on a Sunday, any given Sunday morning, we get together, have a little breakfast and uh and then open the floor up for an open speaker who just tells their story of experience, strength, and hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, every third Sunday, we have an Al Anon speaker, and I learn so much. Uh, and it's funny now that we're having coffee together, these little things like that compassion, you know, um, I, I, I hear that. I hear the compassion from the people that are in the open speaker meetings. You could tell that it really resonates, that that's a principle that you live by.
3: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Alanon's such a loving program.
1: Right. So is it would you say it's a lot of uh, the fellowship is important. I know it is for me in AA. Uh, right. The fellowship is important. Do you have a, is it a tight fellowship? I mean for the most part? Yeah,
3: I go to a couple meetings a week. Sunday we have um Alateen also. There's AA upstairs, Al-Anon and Alateen downstairs. Monday night there's a meeting. And then with the covid, we've we mm. had the Zoom and so semi-hybrid. Yeah. Tuesday, there's a meeting, you know, mm-hmm. small, just around the table. Right. They don't Zoom. Thursday night's a parent. And um, the, so during the COVID, there's the four of us from our parent meeting that started a morning Zoom call. Mm. And we've been doing it for two years. Um, 730 every morning, we talk about the reading of the day, oh, our book, great. One Day at a Time, Our Courage to Change. And then we also do a gratitude list. hmm and a nightly gratitude list, and that helps us. You know, all those. It's just such a good way of life. Those twelve steps, and sure,
2: yeah. So, does the alcoholic know that folks are in Al-Anon?
3: Yes, Yeah, Some do, but some in our fellowship, they they don't. They say they're it's, going it's to their church, own game, or right. yeah, you know, okay. because there's all different situations, there's different you know, dynamics. With, yeah, That's why with was, husband, child, right. Parent,
2: because that, that that would almost, I don't know, put it in my face saying, "Oh, right." You know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you got a problem. I'm going to go get help yeah. for your problem.
1: And the whole and the whole funny thing, and I love the way you say that, Glenn, because the whole time I was out there, you know, I, I was more worried about what they were <laughs> doing about me. <laughs> totally, it's like really, Mike. I it's totally. not about you, you know. Oh, it's, you don't want anybody to mess your game up. Everything is you know, about until you Mike? surrender your game. You got yeah, your game,
3: right?
2: Right. I get it.
3: Well, in our reading, we have our focus is on ourselves, not the alcohol. We don't go there to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, the the problem. See, that's
2: exactly Like Mikey said, I thought everybody got around the circle and talked about how bad Glenn
1: was. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I did. And like, how? All right, Glenn did this. What should I do? Right. I really thought that's what a lot of it was about. Yeah. Yeah. A
3: sponsor. You have a sponsor. Mm -hmm. If there's like things during the week that you, you know, trouble you, then you can talk. But not around... The fellowship. No, well, you work and on yourself.
1: We do with our sponsors. That's right. I mean, you don't come to the tables of AA and say, "Well, I, um, I didn't pay my electric bill today." And, Some and, you people know, do. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, it's talk to your sponsor. That's right. kind of the golden rule. Did, did you talk to your sponsor about it? Let's talk about sobriety and the same thing. Right. You're talking about the on Twelve Steps, and and uh, yeah, it's a really beautiful thing. So these meetings happen everywhere, just like AA, right? Right. I mean, they're
3: worldwide.
1: They're worldwide. And how did you? Uh, so you had your mom, but then when you decided to come into the program, and or how would you recommend somebody reach out to al How do they, do they, I mean, would you, did you think of like go to a website or ask a friend or?
3: Yeah, no, you know, a lot, I'm so grateful because I grew up with it. My no, mom I, was such a good example. And so I knew about it, but a lot of people, um, like some of in our meetings, if their child or husband's in rehab, Mm-hmm. Like the treatment center.
1: The treatment center will they introduce. Okay. A
3: doctor will. That's right. how they do. Right. You know, because it's hard to walk in those rooms. Yeah, it is. You know, but you're in so much pain, you you just want to yeah. fix A- it and A- help. It. That. Yep. You know? That's
1: exactly the AA experience, too.
2: Yeah. So, what's the Allatine? Yeah, yeah. Are, are they teenagers who are going to Al-Anon?
3: So, no. Allatine's for teenagers. They're from nine to 18. Mm hmm. And so we started, it'll be a year in August and at our
2: family member is having a problem with alcohol. Right. right. Okay.
3: Right. Their parents, sibling, you know, has your life been affected by someone else's drinking? And there's like a questionnaire.
1: And, and, and you get teens that are affected because like you said, it's a family disease. Right. And so these teens are affected by mom, dad, sister, brother, uh, aunt, uncle, whatever the case is. and, and. I imagine, I don't know, I'm putting words in your mouth now, but the, the, the purpose of Alateen is to provide that support mechanism and to get them to focus on taking self-care, taking care of themselves and not so worried about the right. alcoholic the, in their life.
3: Right. And they're young, you know, especially if it's sure. a parent, you know, they're in the home. It's hard for them, you know, to talk to others. A lot of them, there's no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so with AA upstairs, Alan on downstairs, they, they'll come with, you mm-hmm. know, parent or grandparent, right. and, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. I just love it. Yeah. I They come in, and they're yawning. They're tired. They're like, you know, and then by the time they don't really want to talk because they're supposed to run it, and we're right, just co-sponsors. Right. right, okay. By the time they're leaving, they're laughing. They're, you know, you, you just love them, and it, it's just so good because they have a safe place. Like, it's, we, it's safe. It's anonymous. It's not going to go anywhere else. Right.
1: What would you tell? I'm sorry, Glenn had a question. No, I'm. Um,
2: I, I. I thought I was going to sit back and listen, but I got a lot of questions. I know,
1: right? Because no, I'm, go ahead. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What would you tell, um, you know, my wife before before I came into into recovery myself, right? And before I had that moment of awakening, what would you tell my wife? How would you encourage her to reach out beyond? the chaos I was causing, what what would your words of advice be to her that would kind of pull her into Antelope
3: Oh, gosh. Um, I think before you come in, you're so focused on the alcohol. You're so focused on the drinking, and, and, and you're anxious and nervous and worried, and I, you just learn things. Like, if you're going out to a party together, she could take another car. Like, she'll learn boundaries. She doesn't have to stay the whole night with you, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. um, you just learn good things. Um,
1: so that would yeah. be your message to her. Go and come and grow.
3: Yeah. And, yeah, prote-
1: and kind of it, protection.
3: Right, right. You just, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Um, you're just so focused on them and what's going on that you lose yourself, you, you know, and, and you, you lose yourself. You don't know who you are sometimes, you know, because you're, you're just so worried and focused and, 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 you know, you learn to love yourself. You have your self esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't control it. You're powerless, and you set those boundaries. You know, and you just become—I feel—more loving and compassionate. Right. Um. With the one that's struggling, they don't want to be like that. Right. It's, but it's hard. Right. You know, living with that too. So, what happens
2: when, when they wake up and they want to get help? They surrender. They want to get help, and now they're sober for a year. They're sober for two years. I'm assuming that there's long-term value in Al-Anon beyond just the crisis situations, right? Beyond the boundary setting and, and, you know, let's say they have two years of sobriety, they're working the steps, they're learning to live differently. You're almost at times seeing a whole different person in front of you because that's really Mm -hmm. the transformation that happens in Alcoholics Anonymous. But I'm assuming you keep going. Right, that, that you don't graduate from Al-Anon no, just like you don't graduate right. from AA. Right? right,
3: right. We don't graduate.
2: Yeah, because I'm sitting here yeah. thinking about my, my wife who, I mean, she's she seen me drink once or twice, but, I mean, she's seen me seven years sober, right? But she probably doesn't understand everything about alcoholism. She has a good baseline because I've shared a lot of my story with her. Um, but she knows how important... Sobriety is to me, and how my program and and how much of a priority is. And she doesn't mess with that. Um, I got a lot of stuff to do tonight. I'm like, babe, sorry I forgot to tell you I'm podcasting tonight. Says no problem, mm-hmm. have fun, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but I'm just wondering if if because with Alcoholics Anonymous, you're not only there to be served yourself because there's a lot of being served at AA. But there's also a period of time where it kind of switches and you can help others, right? Right. And with a sponsorship and, right? So I'm just wondering, you know, even if everything's on an even keel today, if it's still not a great option for somebody.
3: Right. If things are going okay in your life, yeah, why do you still go? I think to help the newcomer, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. to be there. And it's a great way of life. Um, I'm so grateful that I'm committed to it. When they were younger, it was hard to run out, where now I have the time. And it's part of my life. Alanon's part of my life, mm-hmm. along, along with church and yoga. I it's, say, it's <laughs> that's, awesome. that's my life. Um, that's awesome. It's just such a good way of life, those steps, the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. You know, we're powerless over people, places, things. Right. You know, right. and we have a higher power, whom I call God to help.
2: Right. Right. So do you have the same 12 steps as AA, or do mm-hmm. you, have d- you have different ones? I same think ones?
3: everything's the same except in 12, or there's one step that it's like it's different. Something about, you say something about alcohol. Um, the 12 steps. Um,
1: well, probably we're step having, one then, because you're powerless oh, over. Which,
3: no, we're powerless over alcohol. Okay. Their lives have become unmanageable. Right. Having had a spiritual awakening as a re- result of these steps, we try to carry this message to others. And something. Mm -hmm. Yes, we say
1: to practice these principles in all our affairs. And
3: yeah, there's something. So maybe they're all the same. So this one's like. like, like, Yeah, I thought. Because those
1: twelve
2: steps are amazing for everybody. It's a way of life. We have talked that you know non-alcoholics or normal people or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call them, Mm -hmm. you know, would really value from going through those twelve steps. Right. You know, because nobody's going through life not having some damage mm-hmm. or not doing some damage, you know? So it's, it's just a, a great program irregardless, but Kathy, I love just connecting and, and just hearing about your story of, of Al-Anon and I think I'm going to pay more attention.
1: Yeah. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So a website, do they have a website they could go to? We're going to put something in our resource room for sure. But... And I okay. love
2: that it's international because we have international listeners. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, we do. We're big in Bogota or somewhere. <laughs> India, yeah. India.
3: <laughs> the well Mokina Fellowship? Yeah. That website would you and then for meeting information they have uh, it's international one eight 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 4 al Anon.
1: Okay. 4 Al Anon. Okay. And they then, have a list
3: of meetings.
2: Yeah, and then the national Al Anon website is Al A L dash
1: Anon A N O N Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out. I think it's great, Kathy. It's been so nice having you here. Thank, thank you for having nice me, Mike. And you. Glenn. thank great. you. Great job of Well, you
3: made me very comfortable. Well, I, and I just I hope <laughs> that
1: somebody uses the organization. You know, really taps into it because, uh, again, from my personal experience, was wonderful there, and you know, it's been a great experience for me. So, I thought it was important to get. Get the word out. Get the word out. No, I think
2: that's great, Mikey. That's great. And Kathy, really thank you for coming by. Yeah, thank you, Glenn.
3: Thank you, Mike. I've learned a lot,
2: and I'm going to pay attention some more. Sounds great. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Good night, brother.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.